It's okay. Garbage pod. You wanted garbage pod? We're I doing. Have you garbage pod? Baby, doing garbage pod. Post garbage pod. Post game garbage pod. Post yes. game garbage pod. This is crazy. We want to make packs. We want to spill beers on my carpet. It's no problem. <laughs> it's okay. Yes. No fajmal. No fajmal. Portugal won. I don't care. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. Hey. Play the song. Go to your local uh, Italian bar and invade with Portuguese jerseys. Yes. That's Cavall what you gotta do. Cavalinos. And don't Damn. sleep. Don't sleep the no, night before. Let's broaden our minds. They did not know Lawrence? what's going on. Lawrence? Lawrence? Pacienza. Pacienza. Okay. Oh, what the Welcome to the Portugal Corner. My name is Ian. I'm Patrick. Justin. Chris. What we do in the pods run through top leagues in Europe and talk about the world of Portuguese soccer today. It's world Cup time. But we're going to start with the Panini stickers because we're still going through that. What stickers. do we got? Get the stickers. stickers. Oh, I got Maddie Cash. Sammy has a big one. Say it. Say the name. Danilo Perella. Danilo Perella. Danilo Perella. Danilo Perina. Woo! We got another pork chop. Who started today? I got a. This is my biggest pack, and now that uh, the World Cup has actually started, I know much more of these players because I got uh, I got Ahmad Aladin. He's from Qatar. Give me the Aladin news. I have Ari Kane, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh. And Dries Merton. Holy, Holy crap. Big, you a got big the, pack. You got the fucking gold mine there, you got brother. Winners, if I was a person who cared about other countries, this would be amazing. Yeah. But I guess what? I don't. Yeah. So that means nothing. The we only got. cool guy I got, Sarabia. Sarabia. Oh, yeah. cool. For the Shout Portugal out. podcast. Portugal, Portugal legend. Well, Honestly, right. I don't want to see any of these guys. All right. Pods done. <laughs> you know what it is? It's episode 85. And that means... Oh, Big. Chico Conceição What? Played at Porto Consta Chao Consta Chao Number 85 Francisco Fernandes de Conceição Born in Coimbra We stopped in Coimbra <laughs> I'm shocked I'm shocked I thought we were going to talk about Ronaldo Sanchez today What? Whoa. Yeah Why? When did he wear 85? He's 85 on Benfica I thought we were talking about Ronaldo Sanchez today Dude, I, And how he didn't make the Portugal team and how Dude, those he would have added a lot to this team, especially in the midfield. And we're talking about Chico Conceição, a nepo baby, I would have a nepotism Ooh. baby. I would have worn my my Sanchez jersey if it wasn't I wasn't wearing a Portugal jersey. I gotta he say, wasn't wearing the bandeira. By announcing that we're not talking about him, we're talking about we're him. Talking well, I, made about sure, him. I made sure we're talking about him. He's the ultimate eighty-five. He's Benfica's eighty-five. He's the Ocho Senko. He's Ocho. Sen That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tacerto, he's Ojo Cinco, and I don't know why we're talking about Chico Conceição. He's not what we're talking about because Chico Conceição is the Messi de Olival. Oh he's the Messi oh. of the Porto oh. I think Sanchez should wear should win Stonk of the Week for his Stonk when he was wearing eighty five for, for Benfica. 
little Chico. He's moved over to Ajax. He's all right. Yeah. He's a nepo baby. Oh, you and your nepotism. Little nepotism. He wasn't. He wasn't even nepo. Like he never started him. He only put him on at the end of the game. Conceição never gave him the start. He was like, "You're a late sub," and he came on as a late sub and made a big difference. You're a late bloomer. And, and then at like, the end, you're gonna bloom. You're gonna bloom. Sometimes he would score a winning goal, and then it'd be offside, and I loved that. <laughs> Yeah. And then they still did the biggest celebration you've was, ever seen in your life. There was one time they celebrated so hard, like him, him and his father cried like yeah, together. I remember that. And it was offside. And they yeah. said, that's not a goal. <laughs> no. And so, then they had to do it again. And not a goal. So, Try again. Not a goal. You're I, straight up just admitting to being a hater is what you are. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we yeah. hate. Oh, we yeah, hate I'm a hater. Him. Okay. These are Benfica. Clear-cut hate. I'm a hater and a lover. The thing about Chico Concesan was he is the definition of just like he's the coach's son. We know it in house league and hockey when you're growing up. Dude, house league and soccer growing up in Toronto and Ontario. He's the coach's son. Evan's That's saying, why he gets the spot. Evan's saying he's proven himself. He's still fire, oh. though. It's, it's weird, though, because he doesn't even play Rodrigo now. Rodrigo gets a start. Uh, Juan Mario on Porto has not had the greatest season. And Rodrigo Conceição has been... Uh, he started He started coming on as a sub. Yeah, he's been lifting the weight. Now he's doing a good job also. Shout out to him. I think if he didn't leave Porto, I think he'd be he'd be a starter. Francisco. Huh. Yeah, Francisco. Chico. Numero 85. Yeah, I feel like this year he could evolve and be a starter. Four. But it's good. Sure. It's a good Ajax is a good move. I Ajax agree. is a great move because it's a club that like appreciates young talent. I feel like that's the perfect spot for a young Portuguese player to go to. Yeah. I um, think that's fine. Thing. I think it should be Ronaldo Sanchez as the number eighty-five, but you know what? We're gonna go to one eighty-five, and then. But we can we'll also we him. can also talk about Sanchez. Your tribe is spoken. What else you gotta talk about? He Sanchez? didn't. He didn't make the team because he had an injury before yep. the selection. Yep. And he made his own decision in terms of he could have went to AC Milan. He could have went to these other clubs, where he would have got more playing time. And instead, he went to PSG for the money. He took the money. He doesn't get to play on the World Cup P- team now. PSG Take isn't the, the worst decision, even though we need him. It's not the worst decision, PSG. dude. I don't think he would have made the World Cup team if he moved to AC Milan. I don't think. Uh, he, what? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with his ability and how often he's playing. I don't think he is physically healthy enough. I think yeah. he's like on an injury thing. He came, just came off an injury. He would have taken Vitinha's spot no, regardless. He's coming off, no, no, he's coming he off injury. Have, he's a risk. He's he would have taken Juan Mario's Bringing spot. Bringing him is a risk. The way things worked out on PSG, he got hurt. Maybe on the other club, he wouldn't have got hurt. Oh, this know. is like Who's butterfly it? effect. If I did this, then this wouldn't have happened. True. If my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. Yeah. Exactly. Good and point. that's what's up. All right. We got a Ronaldo roundup. He's done a lot of shit since our last pod. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. He dropped an NFT. How do we feel about this? Stup- stupid. 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 Yeah. I even I commented on our Twitter about the timing of it. It's so dumb because NFTs the- are crash. First of all, NFTs are crashing. Yeah. Binance is crashing. crashing. Bitcoin is crashing. And he's like, this is the time that I want to release my NFT. Yeah. Are you stupid? Like, yeah. just back out at that point. I was like, also dumb. right after the leaks of his interview happened, yeah. too. And, like, we all knew everything he said in his interview. And then he releases an NFT. Yeah. And I'm sure they planned that One of the all, worst things you could do. I'm sure they planned that all out together so it could yeah. all, like, crescendo mm-hmm. into a thing. Here's my interview. Yeah. Here's my Binance ad. A, here's my this. Here's my oh, that. Oh, you think, yep. like, after the interview, oh, yeah. like, his stock would go up? Yeah. And be like, he, NFT. He thought it was crescendoing. <laughs> FTX just crashed because it was, everyone just realized, oh, this is a scam. Yeah. He brought up the interview and he's like, everyone's like, now he is a nice man. 
Yeah. And he has good morals. Well, I mean, that's and what Manchester he thinks. Manchester United. That's what he was sucks. selling on the Piers po- on the Piers interview. That's what I think he it always wants down people well. to think. But I mean, look, I'm not gonna. I think he does. We come are from gonna a good try place. and get into his head because that's the entire point. Of the he podcast. does come yeah. from a good place. But, You're right, Chris. Yeah. But he was like overselling it. He dropped a hot new watch. Yeah, like a hundred grand or something. That was yeah. after. Yeah. Um, and then he officially cuts ties with Manchester United. Manchester United, they said no. He's not on our team. We're severing his contract. He's done. Due th- to the interview. I have, think we, have we talked about the interview on the podcast already? A little bit, but Poquito. not the after effects. Because we haven't watched it, right? We all I watched, watched it. it. We all watched it. We all, no, but at the time of our last podcast. No, we did not. At the time of the last podcast. So what everyone you remember, there were the leaks of what he said. So now that we've all had a chance to listen to it all, we all had a chance to watch it all, which was, I mean, I have to say, kind of boring. Yeah. Like, to watch the entire thing. I was kind of bored. The entire 90 minutes. Uh-huh. Very boring. Uh-huh. He's a family man. Yeah. Family, family comes first before anything, Pierce. Yes. I don't like him complaining about like Rooney talking about him and like uh, like others whoever's talking about him like responding to that. It was kind of nice when he talked about his son. I thought that was the more boring parts of it, of him talking about his son and his family. You and wanted the hot like that. You wanted the hot guy. His son that died. Oh, yeah, it made me tear up. That was sad. That was sad pretty moments. sad. You don't feel bad for him? Of course. Who doesn't feel bad for him? No, that was of course a terrible, terrible, terrible not, moment. You have to, to live not through. be human to say you don't feel bad. But <laughs> it's crazy because he also it was twins and he had a daughter and he was like, I've never felt so sad and and so happy at the same of time. Of course, I'm like that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's feeling. an insane moment. Um, the United owners, the Glazers, look to officially sell the club after the interview as Ronaldo okay. has officially tanked it. So many of the top players that have come to United have said it's a show and it's finally up for sale because the Glazers are like, yeah, we're doing this all wrong. They're out after Ronaldo's gone. Can They're we, out. Can we call the Glazers the Glizzies? The, the Glizzies. The Glizzies are selling the club. The thing about the Glizzies is. The Glizz Daddies. I don't, ugly, think it's, I don't think it's Ronaldo that made them sell. No. But it's definitely the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it's the direction <laughs> of the club. I think for, we, for United fans, they're very happy. They yep. hate the Glazers. Jimmy yep. crack corn, and I don't care. Oh. Yeah, that's, we, us, we don't care. <laughs> I think let's talk about it as a whole with the interview and then also Here. with the effect it has on the national team, which we thought would be a lot, but we also said the PR people would step in. They would be like, look, we're not going to talk about this. And that's literally what played out throughout the week in that the players kept on being asked about Ronaldo questions. The first thing he said on Monday was, look, stop asking these guys yeah. about about me. It doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. It kept going on throughout the week. Bernardo said, I'm not talking in English at all. It got even more stiff towards the English press where Bernard, uh, sorry, Bruno, Bruno, he was asked a question in English. He answered back in Portuguese, and then they cut off the English feed. The Portuguese, I think the camp is like, we're not feeding into this at all. We want to keep ourselves separate from it. We are going to be our own thing, and the English press is only going to try and distract us from us. And I think this was Ronaldo's plan from the start of like, don't bother asking Fernando Santos any questions because this man doesn't know what's happening. And and if you ask him questions about Ronaldo, he has no answers for it, so just like... Let's just Wait, keep it yeah. not even on right, the table. You right just now, concentrate on the national team. Right yeah. now, I'm only thinking about World Cup. John Mario had like the first question from uh, when uh, Bruno met Ronaldo, and they had like the media blew up because they had like a handshake. 
that look weird. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> awkward. To be fair, it did look weird. It did, and they keep it did giving these weird. explanations like... It did look <laughs> weird. It was, it was like the camera guy was like, yo, pretend you guys have a handshake now. <laughs> no, but like the explanation made sense. Like... Bruno showed up late, and and Ronaldo made a joke like, "Hey, what'd you take a boat here?" And then Bruno was like, "Oh, what? It took a while. What do but, you want me to do?" Yeah. But usually that'd be like You're calling a f- me out. It's just like a joke. Yeah. But usually that'd be like a fun, friendly interaction. But I mean, you cannot deny it looked weird. It did. Yes. It looked insanely weird. No but one also- laughed. No one laughed. No one smiled. They shook hands, and then they looked the and then they went the other way. Yeah. It didn't look friendly at all. So, I mean, you have to admit that. I think they're friends, though. Of course. But then right after Ronaldo posted on, like, Instagram and Twitter, and he's like, I love these guys. And he just posted other guys that were not Bruno. Yeah, Bruno had an explanation afterwards where he was like, look, Ronaldo comes in on his private plane. It was such an easy travel for him. I spent two hours on the plane extra just waiting. And (laughs) so, like, for me to come, it was actually not as fun as it was for him to come. So, yeah, it was... It was. Did he say that about the private plane? Yeah, that's, a, said, that's a chirp. Yeah, yeah, it was. But that's all fun. I'm yeah. sure they're yeah. having fun with that too. And he yeah. said, "I was in the airport. I had to eat at Bubba Grum yeah, Shrimp yeah. Company. Right. That's well, pretty much. They, they, they ran out of Caesar salad because the price of salads going through the roof right now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Caesar shawarma. What do they have at kebab? Well, kebab. kebab in England. What do they have at Pearson? They got the Kaplanskis. They got the one Kaplanski. Oh, it's they got Kaplanskis at Pearson? That's a big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. good for Kaplanskis, actually. Oh, yeah, we had that. But yeah. imagine that's full, and then you don't get a chance to go there, and Dude, your plane's but- leaving, and then what the fuck? And then you stay on the tr- the plane for another half hour? Yeah. It's, but it's- also, in the interview, Piers asked him, like, well, who are the young players you like? Dalot. And uh, he said Dalot. This guy has he a- said Dalot. He has a boner <laughs> for Dalot. Yeah, yeah, he's... The Bruno's they're friends. A- Bruno's not a young player, though. But I thought, he, I thought he liked Alanga, too. I thought he did as well. I didn't want to name him. I don't but know. he's only thinking about the World Cup right he's now. Think, he's, he's thinking about Portuguese he's players. thinking yeah. about the World Cup right now. Um, they did a, a little drawing contest. Ronaldo, very bad at drawing Pep's face. Terrible. He basically drew Ernie. That's actually not Sesame that bad. Street. It's not that bad. You know it who the like best him. artist was that they didn't give any time to? Andre Silva drew a beautiful Gonzalo Ramos. That was the only good drawing in the entire team. Pro- That's true. Pro- yeah, I remember it. that. Yeah, Pro- it was pretty close. And you know what? I hope Andre Silva gets no playtime as much as he gets that drawing time because as good as he is at drawing, he's not good enough to be in the World Cup. Yeah, maybe. True. Do you want Ramos instead? Yeah, I'd rather take Ramos. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Andre Silva's a Porto guy. Maybe Andre Silva could be the next Mr. Dress-Up. He <laughs> could be the next Mr. Dress-Up, but honestly, I don't want him to be on that field. But, but you don't want him to dress up for the team. <laughs> I don't want him <laughs> to dress up for the team. Yeah. I call. really don't want him either. No, I'd rather have Gonzalo Ramos, who's been banging in goals all week. And I, I hate it every week because I'm a Porto fan. The Benfica play and the players have been just so fantastic over the last couple of weeks. It's hard to say anything bad. It's hard to say anything bad, but I'm still a Porto fan out of my heart. And uh, it's a struggle. It's a struggle, guys. You can't take that into you. the national team. Look, I try not to either. I'm yes. going to the national team. I'm watching Otavio. I hope he does well. Yep. Sometimes course, he turns is. the other way and he, he's not looking where he's passing. He just tries to throw it into the box. And I say, you know what? I hope that finds <laughs> someone. Like, I don't know. This is what we're doing now, I guess. Yeah. If, you know, if we start with him, I'm like, great. This is perfect. And I hope he does perfect. I, yep. Yep. I hope. But you know what I was hoping? And, and we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, what were you more hoping? On. Well, 
We'll get into it when we get into okay, it. Okay, we'll okay. get into it. You know okay. what, man? I'm proud of you for learning how to bury the hatchet. I want to talk more about Cristiano. Okay, we're still on the Ronaldo Roundup. He has 500 million Instagram followers. Don't care. I don't care about that. Don't either. care. Don't matter. Nope. Doesn't matter. I what? love it. Good this is perfect. Him. Good for him. Most popular person It'll in make the him entire play better. planet. Don't care. Don't matter. Okay. This is what we were talking about before we talk about distractions for the national team. Yeah, right? that's one of them. I said it wouldn't be. If they have the right PR people, the people don't have to answer the questions. Well, it looks like they are having to answer the question and they're just cutting them off, which is great. But I think that's better as opposed to like, let's talk about how you're going to set up. Let's talk about how you're going to play it. And the other players that have to be there are just like, that is all bullshit. I don't want to talk about it. If these are the questions you want to ask, this is nothing. It's not like, um, you know, Blue Jays or even like the Leafs where they have to answer all these questions at the end of the game. They have like 15 minutes of press time. Yeah, a certain amount of questions, and then they just run with that. And if all the questions about Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, Cristiano even came out and said, like, this is boring, like, yeah. for all the for all the players. Like, please stop asking them about me. I'll answer my own questions about me. You ask them about themselves. In a weird way, it's refreshing, and it's like it's you get to just hide all your tactics. You get exactly. to, like, hide your insecurities. Exactly. You don't have to do anything. It's just like, oh, you want to put all the focus on this guy? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, There's Jose Mourinho, fucking. He, he's like a decoy effect. man. He's a decoy man. I think in these press conferences, nothing can phase them. It's like I'll answer anything about anything. What you want to talk about, Georgina or, or yeah. what? Ronaldo yeah. Jr. I don't care. I'll talk about Ronaldo's whole family. Yeah, yeah. I got nipples. Can you milk me? Can you milk me? <laughs> can you milk me, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when I get into the game, it's like I'm not gonna think about Ronaldo's family. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. We're going to think about Ronaldo. I think it's as long decoy. As, I like the decoy strategy. As long as they have a strong mental mentalidad, but I, hey, I just they do. Take the take what it is and make it a positive. Make it positive. Make it a positive. Anyways, uh moving on, guys, you want to talk about the rainbows? The World Cup hates rainbows. Mm. I had a because it's like making a statement for them. FIFA warns any team that wears a rainbow armband will be immediately booked and or suspended during the blowing of the whistle. And all the teams have been scared. They don't want to do it. They don't want to wear the rainbows. They all talked the biggest game before and they all whistled out. Germany did like a team photo with, with their hands over their mouth saying like, uh, this is a protest, but no one has done the armband. Once they got threatened with the yellow card, they backed out. They're like, I'm not doing it. If I speak, I will be in trouble. Exactly. Yep. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Yo, w this is what I thought. What if the refs were just like, I don't want to give a card to anyone that does that because I also agree with it. What about that? They could do that. Refs are paid by FIFA. They are. FIFA enforces the rules. The refs could lose their jobs, which they don't even pay get paid that much. <laughs> I think the refs get paid enough to not make that protest and i think there's enough refs in the system that like they can just if they them. if they want to do it there's a million new refs that they can bring in i think the whole thing is so like it's insane you can't have rainbows we can't have rainbows anywhere near mm -hmm. the stadium what if there's a rainbow that happened in Qatar? that's exactly what i was oh thinking my it happens what if someone brought Lucky Charms? What if they brought Skittles? Dude, Lucky what, Charms and Skittles are not allowed in that country. It's what a lot Dude, of football. I promise it, you. It's what a lot of football fans said, though. It's like, you decide that before you put it there. Okay, you put it there. Now we have to abide by their rules. You you decided that we're gonna go there now. Yeah. We're gonna take the world there. And I hate to be that guy. I'm Mr. PC. Honestly, I'm Mr. PC. I'm the one who says like. You are. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying. It's yeah. too political. Too political. Anyways, other news. Uh, Japanese fans cleaned the stadium as well as their uh, dressing room. They say, we're going to clean all the mess. I want- hate this. They're taking away jobs from people. It's like, someone's, that's someone's job. And now they're going to fire someone because Japan cleans the whole stadium. Yeah. We got to simmer before we get to the Portugal game because we're coming in hot. We got to set the stage for the uh, the whole entire week. Let's get into it. We're going to start right now. Okay. Cal- oh. Everyone calm down. Uh, opening game of the World Cup, Qatar lose to Ecuador. 2 nothing. Amazing. I said uh, Qatar is going to not score a goal. They're going to lose every game. Yeah. You did say that. I remember that. They suck. And my prediction is coming true. So yeah. far. Ecuador scored an opening goal. They decided to check the VAR. They didn't do the VAR right. And they just disallowed a goal. Dude, opening goal for the tournament, penalty shot, that's shit. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't like that. But and they, they disallowed I, the actual goal. And I couldn't watch this game. I was getting blasted at a baptism. <laughs> First of all, during this game, I was in a church. And then we went to a party. Sick party. One of the best rooms I've ever been in. One of the best rooms you've ever been in. I got drunk. The Benfica game was playing, and I couldn't watch it. I missed the Benfica game. Who did they play? Estoril again? Estrella Amadora. It's the fucking Liga game. It was League Cup. League Cup. Doesn't matter. Next day, we got England. Medi Taremi, goat of that group. He scores two goals against England. However, they lose 6-2 to the Lions. How do you guys feel about England starting strong? I thought England was going to struggle against Iran, but uh, it did pretty well. I thought they were going to bring the heat. I think they were shook. They didn't sing their national anthem, but they are a strong football team, and they are headed by Carlos Quiroz. Of course, yeah. There's a lot of Portuguese coaches in this tournament. There's so many Portuguese coaches in this tournament. Yeah. Carlos Quiroz is such a wanker, and then he came on after and said, oh, I'm so upset by... uh, the uh, fans who didn't come support the team. If you want to support the team, you can go fuck off. All this kind of shit. And it's like, there's so much political shit going on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it. It's none of my business personally, what's going on over there, especially uh-huh. with all these, uh, especially with Taremi and all these people. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe it did affect the team. Taremi played well. He scored a penalty. Two goals. Two goals. People I think Carlos Curves doesn't understand what's going on there, and he just like he doesn't speaking, understand either. Speaking as a <laughs> as a coach, I just want to talk about soccer. That's it. He's yeah. like or the football. Portugal corner. He says, "Let's talk about soccer, baby." I don't care about politics. I don't care about women. Yeah. I don't care about anything. Whoa, that's uh, what that's what Carlos said. J O K O. And uh, then he J O K O'd. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on, the USA tie Wales one one. Hell to our American fans. Gareth Bale scores a penalty. Uh, Bale for the Wales. It should be called Bales. USA, you want a little bit more from them. I think Wales is the game that was probably the most even, you know? They were like, of all the teams in that group, they got Iran, they got England. It's like Wales is like right on par with USA. And it's like you kind of, not expected a win, but it's like if you could beat Wales, that's like the, that's a jump up. That's an easy three points. I expected more from the U.S. I yeah, expected more from Wales. I thought, I, Whoa! No. I think shit about the U.S. I thought the I thought Wales would smoke them. No, USA should should have thought they should be yeah. Wales. Uh, Timothy Weah, son of George Weah, scored the goal. Big accomplishment for him. Following that, Messi and Co. shit the bed against the mighty Saudis, who produced the first massive upset of the tournament. Tenth minute, Messi penalty is overturned by 
Al Shetty, and then a stunner by Al Dawasari. That was crazy. Dude. Me and Justin woke up at 5 a.m. for that game. Whoa, 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 dude. Yeah. I was trying to stay up, and then like 3 or 4 o'clock hit, and I just passed out. And then I woke up. It was 7.30. I looked at my phone. It said Saudi Arabia beat Argentina. I was like, this is beautiful. I gotta say, brother, I've been on a sick sleeping schedule where I'm waking up for, I'm waking up for the early game and I'm staying up well, until the late game. And then I kind of go to sleep after that. This is beautiful. You're on the Doha schedule. I'm on Doha schedule. I'm on unemployed schedule. And I'm on the Argentina-Saudi Arabia schedule. Yeah. All you unemployed guys out there, get on the Doha schedule. You can watch all the games. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Messi. They get that one penalty, and that's all they can muster, man. That second goal, beautiful. Well, th- there's propaganda that that they scored all these goals that were illegal. There was another one how that was just the that? arm, and it was like you can't score with your arm. Yeah, like, how is it? <laughs> they're yeah. using like the shoulder or something. I agree that it just kind of. We've talked about this so much in the Portuguese league that it just kind of goes against the spirit of the rule. Where yeah. it's like, personally, what? I think it just it should just be feet. Yeah, I think you guys stop counting head and thing. I think there should be an advantage to the forward of if you can keep your feet back, but yeah. your head is forward. Yeah. That should be that's a skill, and yeah. you should be able to do that. I like that. Totally agree. Because then if they you don't get, play like that. Yeah, if you get the run right, and I feel like you should be awarded for making the proper run. Yeah, and um, your feet should be it's like like ice hockey, and maybe we're too much. Canadian ice hockey guys. Oh, right? true. It, it's the that's feet. how that's how it is in hockey. They yeah. look at how, when your foot crosses the line. It's the yeah. feet, right? Yeah. And I think that's what we need to adopt in soccer. Um, the next day, same thing happens. Germany, they go up one nothing with the penalty. Gundogan scores, and then the Japanese. It's very similar to me what happened in the uh, Tasa de Portugal, where some guys they saw they saw Caldas then. Caldas Varzim saw what Caldas did. They said, hey, we can take these guys on. We can beat them. I think that permeates throughout the camps of, of all the teams within the World Cup where they say, fuck, man, like, we just have to press. We just have to get on them. Yeah. We can beat these guys. So yeah. you're saying Japan watched Varzim versus Sporting. That's right. And they that's said, right. That's, right. that's what you're saying. Fucking do it. No, I, think, I, I think it's, well, yeah, that's a good comparison. I agree. But it's just like the World Cup. It's like Japan's there. They're like, we're, we're going to try so hard. We're going to run like fuck. Of course. And we're, yeah. we're going to play hard. But also, man, it's just like the German coaching routine of like, let's just press. And that's what happened. Press, in, yeah. That's what happened in the Argentina game. It was like they had a German coach and he said, Saudis, let's press. Let's push them as hard as we can. They're not playing Enzo. Enzo, who is probably Argentina's best player, the best distributor, should have been on the field to move the ball on the back lines, was oh, not there. You're right. Thank you. As a yes. Benfica uh, Porto guys bringing that up. Yes. As a Benfica. The best is the best. The best is but no, best. But when he came on, he didn't do much. Much, I like. was gonna say I was just about to say Patrick as a Benfica he kind of he didn't, didn't do look much. good yeah he couldn't save them but he should have been there from the start and this is my biggest critique of Argentina in general is like yeah they have you know ten All Star strikers that can score a million goals but you know what if you don't have a midfield and you don't have a uh, defensive line that can help you what is your team it's nothing well maybe if they started with Enzo and they had Schmidt as a coach yep. Different story. Different yeah. story. You also have Otamendi back there Otamendi. and then Di, Di Maria up, up top. But I think Di Maria is too slow nowadays too, but he helped yeah. them win the Copa America. Yeah. That, and that was, what? how many he, years ago was that? He that was, was really a good. Summer in, and a half ago. He was yeah. really good in Copa, yeah. Right? Yeah. He won them the Copa. Yeah, he pretty much did, yeah. 
there's so much hype about Argentina be- before this tournament. I'm like, I don't understand, you know, why it was there. Okay, and, but and it's the first game they already let everyone down, and I totally it's agree of, with it. It's because of Messi. Without Messi, they're a very average team. But at yeah. the same time, I'm not going to be foolish enough to count them out until they lose the second game. Yeah, fair well, enough. They lost the first game. They could still win the next two. They're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until they lose, then it, it's a crisis when you lose a second game. Yeah. It's a very easy group. They'll get 10 past Co- Qatar. They can Pol- make six points easy. I think Poland will hold them down because they're a strong European team no. that's very organized. And I think, you know, maybe a 0 0 game is enough. Mexico always has a strong team with a, a strong attack, and I think they might be able to get one nothing up on Argentina. Oh, sorry, I'm drunk. They're not in Qatar's group. I'm hey, sorry. look, Argentina just has to win both their games. It, yeah. They're the same situation as us. Has win two Mex- games, Argentina you're pretty has- much through. I think Argentina's done. After the loss to what? Saudi, I think they're done. You're, it's tough. Saudi's going to be strong. You're, Dude, allo- you're allowed to feel that way. Dude, yeah, you're allowed to. Your you, feelings are valid. Honestly, I think they'll beat Poland and Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Mexico I watched has both no those. one. I watched that game. None of those teams impressed me. Mexico used to be huge. All they have now is Liga MX players. Like, none of their players are playing in Europe or anything. Yeah. They didn't even bring uh, Vela, and they didn't bring uh, Chicharito. Yeah. They didn't bring MLS players or, like, guys that used to be on the team. Yeah. You don't have to say about that. That don't impress me, me much. much. Oh. Bang. Uh, Spain root custom. Wait, no, 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 no. No. Tell you us. don't get to pass over it that quickly. Yeah, tell us. Tell us more. Poland? Your brother. Your brother. Your man. He had a penalty shot. Lewa. Against Lewa. Uh, Ochoa. Yep. Ochoa is the yeah, World yeah. Cup legend. Yeah, he did. And you said that Lewandowski is better than Ronaldo. Brazilian In Ronaldo. European soccer and what play. Happened? He's won more Champions League than Ronaldo has ever done. Actually, in defense of Evan, Ronaldo has never taken a penalty against Ochoa. Oh, yep. Thank you, Patrick. Ocho is one of the best World Cup goalkeepers in the world. (laughs) And he was the cover of uh, FIFA 08. Yes. That's right. He kind of has a bad (laughs) record in penalties. Yeah, he should have scored. He's never scored in a World Cup, sadly. Um, Ever? Ever. He's only been in like two. How can you put a man like that up against Brazilian Ronaldo? It's not even close, dude. Brazil makes every World Cup. Uh, Spain root Costa Rica seven nothing. Pedri is the star. Ferran Torres looking good, man. These Spaniards. Spain looks scary. I'm actually yeah. like, uh, if we have to face them, I'm I'm slightly worried. They look like old Spain, and that's all. That's about. That's all I want to say. It's a very underdog moment, and it's like comparing that to like the Netherlands. They beat. Uh, Senegal 2-0. It was late goals. I thought Netherlands was going to be a stronger team, but they just couldn't really do it. They came in late, and I thought Senegal did a great job. You thought Netherlands were a good team? Yeah, I thought they were going to be Dark Horse. Mm-mm. They're frauds. They're never the Dark Horse. <laughs> Look at the lineup. What did Patrick say <laughs> last week? You never go Dutch. Yeah, Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo will tell you that right now. Ten Hog? No. Guys, yesterday, oh my god. Canada played Belgium. This was amazing. We outplayed one of Europe's best. They're ranked second in the world. A single chance by the Belgians wins the game. We miss a penalty. All you have to know in terms of like the world ranking, all this kind of thing, is that after the game, Kevin De Bruyne was named man of the match. So that's all you got to know. And he said, I don't know why I got this. That's all you have to know about in terms of ranking and all that kind of stuff. It's so fucked up, but like, you can't really give man of the match to the losing team. The Courtois, he saved a penalty. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, Courtois, there's like a stat. He's played like 90-something games for Belgium, and like 48 of them are shutouts. Ooh. I was like, that's an insane fucking stat for a goalie. Not so bad. About Look, half the games he, or more that you've played for your in, like international have been shutouts. Yeah. Insane. He made we, some good saves. We love Canada. We were cheering for Canada. We're Hell Canada yeah. all the way. Let's talk about what happened. We got a penalty shot rightly deserved. That was a hand outside of the body. Tejan Buchanan shot it into the box. If it didn't hit the hand, it was going to go to someone else to score, or it was going to go in the net. So it was a handball. Davies picks up the ball, takes <laughs> it, and says, I'm hitting this ball. I'm going to be the one who scores the first goal, and it's always been about me. It is about me, and I'm going to be the guy. And we talked about this, this last week. We said, who takes the penalty kicks for Canada? And we said... I don't know. Is it going to be Davies? He's the he's the all star. I feel like that's why he took it because he's yeah. like I'm yes. Davies. Post- I'm the poster boy. Yeah, poster boy syndrome. I so want my name on the first. I'm going to be goal. the first one to ever score for Canada in the World Cup. And how can it get easier than this? Yes, but I feel like the, the everyone in the team was like, yeah, it should be Davies to score the first goal yeah. in the World Cup. We sure. trust you. Even Victoria is probably like, yeah, you do it. Sure, take it. But also hit it hard and not yeah, they softly thought it would, they to thought the it would be side. a better shot. But yeah. how come me, Portuguese Canadian guy halfway across the planet in a bar at two o'clock in the afternoon, I was just like, it shouldn't be him. I mean, if There's it was a lot if of it wasn't like the first goal ever, if it wasn't like Davies, yeah. maybe it would have just been nah, Victoria. Nah. I blame it on the coach. That's bullshit. It doesn't matter who fucking takes it, dude. It's the first goal. It's against Belgium. That is such a fucking important match. I don't give a shit, dude. That like the best penalty kick taker on the team should take it. No, but, but before a game or before a tournament, then, you should go in being like, "This is our penalty taker." It doesn't matter. Exactly. Nobody takes the ball instead of him. Yep. But I guess they might have said Davies. No, Herdman or, said. Herdman said, "I leave it to the players," and they decided on the and field. they decided on the field. And Davies picked up the ball. Yeah. And he said, this is my ball, and I'm holding it until a, I shoot. I see a, that. I, just, a, I see no one having a problem with that, though. There's a lot of reasons that I agree with it, but it's also like left Even, back. You're going up against Thibaut Courtois, who is the starting goalie for Real Madrid. That's a big ask. Bro, he's not a left back, though. He's left winger. He's, eh, he got he's forced not to a, left back on Bayern. He's not a finisher, though. Eh, yeah. He's not a finisher. Not a finisher. I heard in the interview afterwards, uh, Davey said, look, you just pick your side and uh, he, he guessed the right side. No, that's wrong, especially against Thibaut Courtois. Yeah. He was waiting for you to shoot and you did a weak shot and he saved it. Dude. He thought this was FIFA where you just pick up the right side of the thing. There's so much more to it than that. To that. Yeah. And David would have told you that. Vittoria would have told you that. Eustachio would have told you that. But Davies was like, no, I just got to pick my side and it'll go in. No, but no, come on, man. Not against Courtois. Also, not against Courtois. Ball don't lie. With Vittoria and Ronaldo, it's like you pick a side, but you blast Blast it. it. Yeah. So the goalie can't even save it if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. When you kick it that slow, it's a coin toss at that yeah. point. Yeah. But if you blast it, it's like he can't even save it if he wants to save yeah. it. Um, there's another moment when Lorea was taken down in the box. They did not give the penalty on that. In regular speed, it didn't look that bad. In slow-mo, I was just yeah. like, ah, that's a penalty. No, Ber- I, Bernadeschi stood up and said, like, man, that's embarrassing. But, like, did he say Bernadeschi that- thinks it was a penalty? No, yeah. did he say it for that one or did he say it for the other one? No, no, where, no, no. For, uh, for the one when Lorea was coming down the wing. Man, he I don't think on, he stepped on top of his foot. I don't think yeah. that was a penalty. I'm gonna no. say it right now, and it's gonna be the same thing when we talk about Portugal later. 
It's the same thing with Ronaldo's. I don't think that's a penalty. Uh, that's yeah. soft shit. No, no I agree. That's I agree. soft I shit. I don't think that's a penalty at all. I, I say the the Larray one is worse. Like, that deserved the penalty more than Ronaldo. Larea. Yeah. Agreed. No, Agreed. I'm yeah. sorry. Larea is not controlling the ball at all. The ball's just rolling in front of him. Then he puts his foot in front of the defender's foot so that he can trip over it. Yeah. That's... That's uh, it's Otavio shit. That's Porto shit. That's fucking. <laughs> that's not sporting. Of yeah, Larea does that all the time on TFC. I've seen him done a million times. He gets penalties in MLS. This is not MLS. This is World Cup. Yeah. He he initiates the contact. He puts his leg in front of the defender and he says, "Oh, I got hit." I agree with the fact that it wasn't a penalty call because I do want the World Cup to be a little bit more staunch on those calls and not give them away so easily. I was happy we got it today for Portugal, but also didn't 100% agree with it. Larea's running into the box. He's running to the touchline. He's not looking across. He's not looking to shoot. He's looking for a penalty. Yeah. When the when the he, forward he's like getting in front of the defender and he's he's like this guy's touching me a little bit. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, this is a penalty. What? It's not a penalty. What? When the forward or the guy in control of the ball is not trying to play the ball, what is that? What are we even doing then? He's not trying to play the ball. He doesn't want to make a pass. He doesn't want to control the yeah. ball. He's just running. Yeah. Okay. Like, w- what the fuck is this? Yeah. He actually hit the ball too far for but him to even get he, it. He's, yeah. not, he's not in control of the ball at all. But honestly, shout out Canada. At the end of the day, they outplayed Belgium so much. They deserve that win. It's one they of those things. A tie at least. I felt like Portugal in the knockout rounds of the last Euro when it's like they outplayed the shit out of Belgium. They were the better team on the field by far. And Belgium just got that one chance. In the Euro, it was the Thorgan Hazard who just fucking blasted it from outside the box. This year, it was uh, Batshuayi who just, you know, got a lucky ball bounce into the box and the Canadian defense couldn't really get to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you have like a great finisher like Batshuayi. He just knocks it in. One shot. But overall, Canada was like crushing them. They were all over them. They were doing the high press. Like Belgium couldn't get it out of their own half for so many points in the game. And it was like so refreshing to see Canada just like bring it to them and like, Let's hope they crush Croatia. On I think Sunday. they can beat Croatia. I think they can beat Croatia. And I think they can beat Morocco. What do you guys think about uh, maybe a misstep that uh, Herdman did, where he said we're gonna f Croatia? He fires everyone. He had to backtrack and be like, that was emotions after the yeah. game. Like, oh, I just said fuck Croatia, but Dude. but that's gonna fire up Croatia. Croatia's gonna press hard. Yeah. they're gonna. Well, they need gonna to go press. Off. They need to press hard because they couldn't get a fucking result against Morocco. If you let sleeping dogs lie, would have been better. But hey, look, I, I I'm with him too. Like I I feel the same way. He yeah. expressed our emo- uh, everyone's emotions, but I don't think strategically it was the best move to fire up Croatia like that. Because Croatia's gonna be like. Canada's saying that about us? We're going to fuck them up. Yeah, but also Croatia's probably watching that Canada-Belgium game being like, oh shit, we thought this was going to be an easy game. They're going to come for us, which is exactly what no, we. But I'm saying we want them to think it's an easy game, you know, right? But it's just like the Ronaldo stuff. It's just all media. Like once you're yeah. in the game, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, it's yeah. different. Effort and talent will take over. Yeah, right? and it's one yeah. of those things where it's like Belgium, again, very much like Argentina, has a strong forward line. For some reason, they decided to bring and start Eden Hazard, who's garbage. Doesn't even play for Real Madrid. I don't know why they made him the captain. I don't know why that he's starting for Belgium. I wish we had to play against them. We got Thurgan. Yeah. He fucked us. <laughs> yeah. Thurgan's better. The Waffle is starting as a defender for Belgium. This guy, he's not he's even... He's still at, good. He's still good. I'll tell you what, they try, to, they try to exploit him, and David and Laren didn't do shit. 
They could not get past the waffle. No, the I waffle. love I love the waffle. Hey, the also, waffle. I want to give big ups to Kamal Miller. He made some big ass tackles. Yo. I was like, beast. People better yeah. be paying attention to Kamal Miller. On top of that, man, Steven Vitoria, great defender. He's been playing for Mordiens. He's been playing for Shavsh. It is weird. He's he's really great, but he's coming down on the end of his career. He's not gonna like make a big club or anything. Dude, you guys ready? Y'all ready? Talk about Portugal versus Ghana. No, oh, we took a long time to get here. Did this in? even happen today? This <laughs> happened today. We went to the Cavalinos and we got there. No one was, was a there. Coffee shop. <laughs> weird coffee shop. We got the party started. We had all the drinks. Like us going to the Forge game, we brought the ruckus. Hell of a performance. I was glad to see Felix start ahead of Leon. He I mean, killed. I would like both of them. Yeah, yeah me too. Same yeah, here. and I think that's the plan for the next game. I feel like we run Liao on the left wing, Felix on the right wing, and that's how we go. I've been saying that. That's what they did towards the end of uh, the game, and, and we, it kind of worked out. Felix got a goal from that. Oh, Liao got and a goal from that. Yep. He fed him, yeah. Dynamic right. duo. Yeah. And I feel like you got to use both those weapons at the same time if you're going to attack the, the defenders because... Otavio is playing in midfield, and Bernardo's also playing. In, it, it's bizarre. But we can complain about the lineup on and on and on. But yeah, I mean, I love Bernardo, but I feel like we're at a point where I'd rather have Bruno because he's more offensive, and Bernardo doesn't do as much as Otavio does. Your bench of Bernardo for Otavio. Yeah, I'd rather. No I'd, you're losing your mind. Bro. I'd That's crazy. I'd rather have Bruno and Otavio no in the midfield with Leão and Felix on the wing, and Ronaldo's gonna be the striker uh, no matter what. That's Ronaldo's Porto, brother. That's that's that blue press. Hey, hey let's just say this: dragon. Ronaldo missed two clear chances, and I think 34-year-old Ronaldo has scored both those chances. To be honest, and I hate to be eh? a Ronaldo hater, eh? but I mean, I would never. It's say reaction. That. It's quick reaction stuff. This is like we're milliseconds. There was one that was. It was Both were onside. Both one, were chances. No, no, no. One was a header. Okay, one was a header. One was onside, but he couldn't maneuver it quick enough because of the play of the ball. Yeah. And then there was one that was because he ripped down a defender. I'm not counting the one where he ripped down a defender. That was a foul. So yeah. it doesn't matter. That wasn't a play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the other two. But you know what? Is Andre Silva going to score that chance? No. Hell no. No. Is Gonzalo Ramos going to score that chance? Maybe yes. not. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'd say absolutely yes, actually. <laughs> Gonzalo Ramos. For at the back? Think about what future. you're saying. Oh. And I hate to be so benficious about this, but I think at the back, I think Antonio Silva's better than Danilo. He's he's faster. His reactions are quicker. Dude, I'll Danilo's take Tony so Silva. Small. I'll take I mean, Tony slow, Silva. Slow. It's a very he's decision so like slow. you're a genius if you do it and you're a fucking idiot if you put him in. Yeah, because if he makes a mistake, that's on you. It's, that's on the manager. It's, it's very not risky. on him. It's yeah. on the kid. It's on you. Yeah. Is Fernando Santos brave enough? I think Danilo is the safe pick. Like, if you put Pep, is the same sort of decision. The yeah. thing with Danilo, Danilo looked okay. I wasn't, I wasn't totally upset with it. But, like, I don't, like, you guys would have the right answer to this. Like, Danilo seemed like anytime there was any, like, hesitation or he couldn't make a pass, like, he's always passing back. It seemed like he was just passing back all the time. No. That's fine. If, that's you're, if you're the center back, yeah, pass back. It's also, you don't got to pass forward. But it's also, like, I feel like Danilo is the right choice when you have Nuno Menge. Nuno Menge was injured for this game, so they're running with Guerrero, and it's like, if, if you're running with that PSG back line, I get it, but 
if you're just running center backs, run Tony Silva. I actually think I think Rafael Guerrero is really good. I I think they're they're both really good. I just I'm concerned about when you have Danilo. I don't know if it's just him or it's everyone, but how and maybe Ruben Neves is part of it, but how slowly they move that ball across the back. Dude, it's it's slow, and I feel like there's so many opportunities where it was like we can push forward and he like looked at the field and was just like no i'm gonna bring it back we're gonna slow the pace down i'm just like i want like keep it high tempo maybe and he's not the guy to do that and though. maybe but he's not and that's why i don't like him like another center back can do that but maybe like Tony. you know bernardo was coming back and helping i mean mm-hmm. until until about the 65th minute i don't know about you guys but i don't know we were talking a lot throughout the evening but i didn't see bruno fernandez do shit I didn't see the guy do dick no. all. Ghana was locking them both up, I think. But then that means pull it out to your wings. Let Jean Cancel do something. Jean Cancel he was do ghost. Shit he either. was ghost. Yeah. yeah. Ghana had the had our whole right side on lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. They had the whole thing. Yeah, kudos down. to them. They were locking it down. Yeah. So Ronaldo gets the penalty. Did not look like a penalty. I didn't think that was a penalty at all. I mean, I'll take it. I'm not gonna fucking argue. If you want to give us a free shot on net, sure. You're not going to not take a penalty if you're giving a penalty. No. For Portugal, but, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Every time we're in the penalty box, it's a penalty. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Ronaldo went for that. Sue completely ignored Juan Mario. Not in his fucking interest to like even celebrate with that guy. He did not give a shit. Get Richie Relea on Portugal. Let's get a penalty every play. And then Ghana Weak equalized. By, weak by Danilo. Yeah. There's a cross coming in. All Daniel has to do is kick it out. Instead, he lets it go through his leg. Bumbles yeah. Amazing. It. That's pathetic. Bumbles he almost it. had it, yeah. Tony Dude. Silva would never do that. You're Tony right. Silva would never. Are you a Benfica fan? He would never let that go through. Watch out. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> you Game's know. tied. Game's tied 1-1. And then we get some magic from Joan Felix. And I just want to say, you change your number. I got a Bandeta jersey with number 23 on it. I'll Honestly, it... you're a fool. I, <laughs> anticip- I anticipated that. I let it pass because you scored in in the first game. Beautiful goal. Beats the goalie. He had the seniority to change the number. And then Bruno links Waits up. Waits till the last minute. Almost offside. Ooh. Almost Raphael offside. Raphael Leal. And at the bar we were at, the owner, he's a, he's a Serie A fan. He's like, where's Leal? Where's the Portuguese guy in Milan? And we're like, hey, he's starting late. Don't worry. He's going to be a sub. He's going to get in there. He's, I, a, he's I, actually an Inter fan. And yeah. he was like, I want Leal to play. I actually yeah. went as far as telling him that when this guy comes on the field, he's going to score. Yeah. When and we it were, happened. And when, then I looked back at him and I gave him the look. When we were watching that play, we were like, pass, pass, pass. Bruno waited so long. And we were like, yeah. this is going to be almost offside. But then he gave it like the exact right moment. He timed yeah. it perfect. Yeah. And then Ghana gets one back to make it 3-2. This guy tries to sue. How dare you sue on 3-2? Yeah. You're, you. you're trying to come back. You're, Yo, who do you think you're it. losing the game? That's oh, why. and then this late play when Diogo Costa puts the ball down and he's like, let me get in there. Let me steal the ball from I'm the goalie. Sneaky. Dude, I would be sneaky. If there's any team that FIFA would let that play on, it's B- it would be Portugal. Oh, yeah. That's any any other game the ref would France? say. Ref would say, no, 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 that's not a, that's not legal. I don't think there's anything illegal about that play. I don't think I there like is. They don't allow there's it not. anymore. You shouldn't let that happen. Yeah, it's ugly. It's nasty. No one wants to admit it, but there's nothing illegal about it. He's, eh. he's Nobody's hi- offside. He's hiding behind the goalpost, but the goalpost is only, it's like hiding by the, behind a tiny tree. Yeah. You can still see him. No, yeah. d- uh, and uh, 
Diego Costa should have better whereabouts of what his surroundings. I think that's kind of a weakness on him. That kind of made him look bad, to be in like in my opinion. Let's look at Twitter, man. Casa de Paiva, shout out, two big assists uh, today when Portugal needed it for Bruno. Came up big today. Uh, yeah, shout out to Bruno, man. Happy he's putting in the numbers, and I, I think that says a lot about fucking Bernardo. Two assists is big. Let's start. Let's bench Bernardo, man. No, you're Ooh. crazy. Hey, I'm hey, crazy. Hey, Casa de Paiva, friend of the pod. Always been close with the pod. I gotta say, I don't rate Bruno's performance. Bruno he made two assists. Shit. He was he's the reason for two goals. How can you two say? assists? Neil, you're right. Why why shouldn't Leal be starting over Otavio? What the hell does Otavio do? Otavio, fuck Otavio. Yeah. Bro. Neil is not happy about Leal not starting over Otavio. So I had I had the feeling Otavio would start, but here was my feeling about it. Was that Otavio was that Bernardo would play in the middle, kind of, and you saw that in the beginning. He's coming yep. back. He's helping the defense. He's helping the ball move forward. He's the in-between guy, and Otavio might be the forward right wing guy, Yeah, and he would come back when Cancelo goes up. That being said, that didn't happen because everyone was kind of fluid, and Cancelo wasn't doing dick all. So then, Dude, Cancelo so then Otavio suit. found himself just in positions where he's just like doing one-twos with nobody. It, it was weird. Cancelo had a weak-ass game. I'm surprised he was out there, to be honest. I would say I'm surprised he was out there. I know why he was out there, but I expect more from him just based yeah. off the Manchester City performances, yeah. to be honest. I feel like Delo and I want more. I feel like Delo has more to give for that position. I don't know. Overall, Bernardo didn't impress me much. Uh, I'd rather have Leon Felix running the wings and then Otavio, Bruno, and I know we're running with Neves as the trink, I wouldn't be displeased with Paulinha in a more gritty game. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And then Danilo, like give or take for either Pep or Tony Silva. Tony. Agreed. I. I let Let's talk about the drink. Ruben Neves. None, none of us hate Ruben Neves. No. no I, we all love him. We I, all want him to do good. And but. he's. You know what? He's smart and he's consistent. Yeah. He, I think he is what, uh, João Moutinho used to be. Yeah. For Fernando Sanchez, consistent. Always making the right pass and being sort of controlled. Paulinho is a little sometimes he could be aggressive and he yeah. can be beat, but he wins so many balls. That's why we love him. He he's, he's great. Fucking, yeah, he's, he's great defensively. It. There was a moment where it was like Nevs had the ball at like the top of the box. We were rushing in on an attack, and he kind of took a second and he saw Cancelo open on the far wing and he found him perfectly. And it's like those are the moments where you're like, this is where you want a smart midfielder to yeah. like guide the guide the offense. Agreed. So yeah, I I don't really have a problem with uh, with Neves being there instead no. of Paulinho because he he is a little more controlled and and makes the right decision. But he's probably the best distributor. Yeah. And, oh, for sure. And he's the best passer of the ball. But yeah. then the sub to to bring on William makes no sense. Right? Instead of Otavio, I'll put on fucking anyone instead of Otavio. I mean, if you're trying to hold the lead, like, yeah, I get it. Who do you want? Oh, Manish was in the stands. I'll put on Manish instead of Otavio. <laughs> fucking red face and everything. Dude, Manish, Manish was, was looking weird as hell. Manish was sunburned, right? He was just toasted. Dude, that guy didn't know what was going on. Because you can't drink, so it's no, got to be the sun. That guy was looking for the beer tent all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be the sun. Where can I get the super buck over here? Manish can get beer in Doha. Mm. I hope. He's a popular guy. Top six. 
Um, but yeah, Portugal win that 3-2. Oh, big shout out to them. That was a huge win. Happy to see it. Fucking nice to just go into the next game with a single win. Yeah. Slap the shit out of my arm. My Cavalinos. I got a bruise over here three, from giving the Toma the up yours yep. sign. So that's crazy. We play, uh, who do we play next? Uruguay or South Korea? Uruguay on Monday. Ooh, Uruguay, Uruguay Monday, that's going to be a big one. And they tied South Korea 0-0, so... You That's know, good though. South Korea is, and Uruguay tying. It is good for us. Um, nope. They didn't impress me much. They didn't impress you much. Yeah, I don't Uruguay looked like shit, but I feel like Korea Europe, was up for it. Yeah, they look. They also look good. They both look tenacious. Yes, they Cor- did. Korea will defend hard against us, just like 2002. But, but I want to see. I want to see a Portugal that plays like Korea just played. Yeah, with the talent, but with the effort, because. What Korea did to Uruguay was they didn't give him any space. They didn't give him any room. They're yeah. on them in one second. Portugal doesn't play like that. They're gonna wait. They're but gonna that, be like, let see, us have the ball. That we'll Korea pass it game you. that Korea's playing like Saudi played, like Japan played, yeah. like uh, Canada played. It's it's they're up for it because it, it's the World Cup. They know they're the underdogs, and they just wait for their chances. And it was like I was so scared that Portugal was gonna be in one of those situations where you know they take the lead on an early penalty and then. The other team capitalizes eventually. We, so we like we were the, in that situation. Of course we were. And it's like the fact that we managed to score two goals is a huge bonus. The World Cup is nothing for Portugal. They play big games every week. Crazy, crazy go. A uh, couple more games to go for us. Hopefully a long run. Uh, stonk of the week? Saudi? I'll give it to the Saudi guy. I'll yeah. give it to the Saudi guy for shutting down Argentina. And, and because we love those celebrations, I love... You know, we talk about Qatar and all this stuff and all the thing. Man, I party with Middle Eastern people. They don't even need alcohol. They just need people. They need friendship. They need music. They need a door to rip down. And a good dance beat. And they're having a... It's a party. Yeah, that's what's up. I'll give it to them. Uh, Joan Wonder. Did we we have a chance to get to Joan Felix last week? Okay, because he played, played well in the friendly, and now he scored in this one, so it's got to hey, be him. That's well, a full week, yeah. Juan Felix, yeah. that's all yours, baby. Uh, you're Juan Wonder. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on the social at Portugal underscore corner on Twitter, at the Portugal Corner on Insta. Email us up at the Portugal Corner at gmail.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Take a minute to leave a rating or view. Listens to the old pods. If you want to listen to new stuff about club teams, uh, you guys got any inspirational thoughts or messages force portugal portugal see you in a couple days probably okay so you're you're going on monday that don't impress me